So here we go. We are approaching live momentarily. So, so. <laughs> How many times are we going to say so? That was at least 30 so's in a row. I think it was. Which was super exciting. On today's show, we're hoping today we robots and more like super handsome hunk of hunk of pieces of meat. I have been referred to many times as a hunk of hunk of piece of meat. Yeah. Hunk of hunk of piece of oh, meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. You walk down the street. That's right. Like the ladies, they yell at you and they say things to you that you don't appreciate. And you just want to turn around and tell them, hey, you know what? I'm not a piece of meat. And they just don't care. That's right. Who cat calls, right? Yeah. I stop. Just, oh, you stop. Yeah, just stop that. I get so like <laughs> disrupted by it and so disoriented. It's just, it's too much. I can't. Right. We're just trying to do our thing. We're trying to go about our day. Yeah. Just trying to live our lives <laughs> instead of being everybody hooting and hollering at us all the time. That's right. Which is terrible. So it is terrible. So when it, welcome everybody to today's almost daily show, episode 44. Dang, episode 44, the big 4-4. Four, four. It's, it's always exciting to do another episode, jump on here, and to get people excited about what we're doing. Today, you've got your host, Chandler, or as you call me, Chan's Logic. And the Dave Picard. We are here to give you the idea of an experience. And today's episode is all about why you should sell your products as experiences versus just a product. Because what we find is when people are just trying to sell like products as a product, there's not really anything that makes people emotionally attached to it. People don't see a lot of value to it. But if you take your products and you put them together as something like an experience, people are going to see it as something that they can do now and that they're going to get a lot of value from long term. And it's going to be something that they can continuously benefit from. Yeah, because really, I mean... When, you, when you're working on uh, getting clients excited and, and having uh, referrals into your business and emotionally connected to your business, uh, people don't get emotionally attached to products or not, not many products out there. Uh, so you want them, you want them attached to uh, your culture and your experience, not necessarily on a specific uh, thing. Yeah. So you want to take what you have. So, for example, like in the gyms, we have the like a personal training program up front and then we have like a group membership afterwards. But if you sell it as what we call it, it's like the fitness for life experience. And it's everybody comes in and they know that they're going to get the initial experience, which is an assessment and a personal training phase and high level development with a professional coach. And then they're going to move into a growth and maintenance phase for the experience where the goal is to make sure they maintain those goals and the things that they get from the program long-term and everything's packaged into that whole experience that has little pieces of it that are oriented in progressed as they get better and better and as they move along the way. Right, exactly. Um, I know a uh, quick little plug out here for uh, Treehouse School of Fitness up in Danvers, Mass. So if you're in the area, swing by. Uh, we sell the Treehouse Experience. And at the Treehouse, uh, you know, that that is uh, full intake processes with, um, you know, weighing, measuring, meal plans, you know, you name it. It's kind of It's kind of all in that experience. And so you know, it's not just show up for classes, go home. You know, it, it, it's all life-changing stuff. And so uh, clients long-term understand that. And, and they don't sign on and, and start coming to Treehouse School of Fitness in Danvers, Mass. <laughs> just to go to classes, right? They come for the overall experience. And they know that the experience lasts long-term where they're 
you know, they're getting all this um, scheduled attention, right? And scheduled events and scheduled, you know, annual um, mem- like remeasurements and, and uh, they get reports on it. And so there's just, there's more to it than just selling an, an one product, right? It's all packaged so that they get, um, you know, all this stuff, right? And we call it an experience. Yeah. And if it's an experience, people feel like they tend to feel like they're getting more value out of it. And they tend to feel like they have, they're going to actually get something more than just purchasing a product. They see a long-term solution out of it and they see the ability to actually capture that solution long-term and actually interact with it. And they see that it has a bunch of things packaged into it. And so when you create these experiences or these packages with your products and services, you give people more than just what they thought they needed. You give people more value, you get them excited about it and they see the long-term potential around it. So when you have places like gyms, for example, if you, if you organize things around an experience and a long-term development pathway inside the experience and you package it into steps, people are going to see that as a, as something they're going to stick with that for a long time. Whereas if you package things into just like a, like if you just had a boot camp and you didn't have any sort of experience to move people along, they're going to see an endpoint to that and they're going to quit at the end of it. And you're not going to see as high retention with your clients. Yeah. And, and, and you want to tie everything together. So your brand and your culture and your story, these are all part of your experience that you're selling to your clients. And so, you know, we obviously have a lot of experience in the gym business um, and, and now outside of it, um, the look, the feel, the smell, what, what people remember, what they leave with, right? All those things are part of the overall experience and, and what keeps customers excited about coming back to your business uh, and telling their friends ultimately about it. Exactly. But like when we talk, so when you take your products, take everything that you want to offer, because we always want to offer 900 different things. Take all 900 of those things and turn it into one or two or three packages. And now you have... The options for people to purchase your packages that you have everything organized into. So they're going to see a lot of value behind it. They're going to see everything it includes, and they're going to see that it progresses as they move along the client lifecycle. So they're going to be much more likely to stick with it, and you're going to have higher retention from it. So when you do that, you organize it into up to three things. Generally, we find people will purchase things in threes. And if you organize it in threes, people will pick the middle solution. So you're going to organize maybe the, the lower tier and the higher tier, and then the middle tier is the one they're always going to go to in terms of the solution they're going to pick. And uh, it allows people to feel like they didn't quite pick the top one, they didn't quite pick the bottom one, and they're pretty comfortable with the middle one. So whatever you pick in, in the middle one, an experience like this should be the one that you tell people to go to and you think you can provide the most value out of. Well, that didn't work. I was going to go headset, but since we're already recording, it won't go. Oh, man. That's okay. I think you sound good now. I think I sound better as a robot, but that's just me. Yeah. In the last one, I said Doma Arigato, and I was a robot exactly when I said that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, you know, everybody that's listening, you know, if you chart it out, like, what is it that you offer? Uh, what are you trying to sell? What type of an experience? In uh, a big thing is ask ask a lot of your clients. I know we've over the years we've packaged things differently and done stuff based on how, you know, we want, you know, we want you to have the experience, but really like take, you know, 10 of your best clients, what kind of an experience, why do they love you, you know, your service so much? Uh, What types of additional services do they purchase from you, right? Like take your perfect client and build an experience around that perfect client and and then go out and find more clients just like it. Exactly. And that's speaking to the people. 
with your culture and your brand. Dave, I hear an echo. How about now? There, now we're fixed. And that's the idea of building the culture and the brand and the identity into the experience that you express outwardly to your community where you build that relationship with people. And so you organize the experience. What we want to do is we want to do this in a long-term pathway. So take the end result. What do you want people to ultimately be at and where do you want them to go to and how do you want this thing to be structured? Then reverse engineer it to how you want it to be in the long run and what you want the life cycle to be like. Then take that and use that to express it to your community and showcase your culture and showcase why the experience is different and really build a brand, not only around your brand, but around the experience as well. When you do like treehouse experience, people know it's a treehouse experience. With Stone Age Fuel, it's the fit for life experience because our, our main branding goal and our main organizational strategy and behind our brand is to let people know and help people to understand that we're going to get them fit for life. We're not going to get them fit for like some super crazy athletic endeavor like the CrossFit Games or something. We're going to we make it a point to showcase that what we do is for the average person who hasn't been off the couch or who maybe was in PT for a long time and needs something to funnel to. And so your experience needs to display and express your culture in the way it's organized because that, like you were saying, is how you're going to move it around and introduce it to your future best clients based off of what your best clients are currently saying and doing and wanting. Yeah, exactly. And I just, over the years, I used to hear, you know, you should do this and you should do that. And, you know, I was thinking I'm always doing free privates a week, so you should offer a package for that. And and, uh, the clients are right. You know, like, you know, what are you selling? And, you know, we used to sell, you know, I I guess a brand name was what we were trying to sell. But then it was like, that's really not who we are. We're us. And I want you to sell the full, I want to sell the full experience what you get when you come into a facility, right? It's in, in, in your know, tagline is the best hour of your day. So what goes into the best hour of the day? Like, what is that? So that's what we've packaged. We've, we've it's kind of the best of the best and uh, everybody has to do everything now. Right. And it can't just be, you know, you don't, you don't give people the option to go to your least common denominator or the cheapest thing or anything like that, just to try to keep clients. Uh, package something up so that it's really like life-changing right and it's and it's an experience that they want to tell everybody about yeah make it something that you built something you created that expresses your brand and your culture and everything you do with your best clients and then showcase that as your experience because what's going to happen is when you make that the experience that's what you're truly good at that's what you're truly amazing at showcasing the people and that's how you help people the most with what you do and so that's what you should focus on and that's the idea that if we go super broad we won't get anybody but if we find our targeted niche that's when we can really capture the ultimate demographic we want to capture and really get the best clients in because if you take a a client and that doesn't work out so well it's your fault for not pre-qualifying and not setting them up right so if you can set them up from the beginning with an experience and a well-packaged solution based off of what you're truly good at that's when you're going to be able to provide people the most value. Right. And the details matter. You know, like I go to my barber because I like getting the shave at the end, right? And the hot, the hot team. And, you know, like there's a certain experience that he gives me while I'm there. So I can get a haircut anywhere else. And I have. Chandler and I do. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I'm trying to tell my barber that, but he's really, you know, he's not happy with me. Oh God! I haven't had a haircut in weeks. <laughs> I added you. I did a, a video on what happens when you cheat on your barber too. 
Oh yeah, I sent it over to him. I thought I'd you know lighten the load a little bit, but uh, he keeps pushing me off. I think he's making me. Uh, he's teaching me a lesson. So, but I, I go because you know the experience of going to this one barber for me. You know it communicate the way I communicate, and and I get you know the two of us jockey. We we have this whole thing, and uh, he then he cuts me in hair, and then he does the whole shaving cream thing. Like I. That's what I want when I go get my hair cut. So it's the experience I go to. I'll wait. I won't get my hair cut just for that experience. And everybody knows what I'm talking about uh, that actually likes going to get their hair cut. So think of it the same way in your business. It's, you know, what is so special every time somebody comes in uh, that they need on a daily basis? They need it in their lives. It makes them feel good. It's an experience. Package your products around that. Yeah, exactly. And when you leave the barber... You feel great and you think about it forever and you think about people and you can't wait for your next experience and your next time there. And that's what we want to make people feel about all of our solutions. Nothing. They should never leave thinking, well, that was okay. They should leave and they should say, wow, that was the best hour of my day. That was the best hour of my week. I I can't wait Mm -hmm. to do the next one. When can I do this again? Uh, They should be so incredibly pumped about what you offered them and gave them that they want to come back and they can't wait to come back for more. And that's how you maximize retention long-term because eventually a product is going to get old. A workout routine is going to get old. Anything is going to get old with people and they're not going to want to do it anymore. But if they're excited about it every single time and you continue priming them for that excitement, they're going to walk in. They're already going to be pre-excited about it. They're going to be in the mood. They're going to jump in and they're going to be talking and being witty and cracking jokes and having a good time. And, they may not do that anywhere else, but they're so comfortable with the experience you're giving them that they're going to do that with you and they're going to be comfortable yeah. doing that with you. And always review your process. So just because you brainstormed and came up with something brilliant and did the, you know, packaged it and, uh, you know, and you think it's good, put, put a schedule aside. It could be every six months, every four months, once a year, whatever it is, uh, to fully review the process. Uh, everything can always be improved on. So don't ever sit back and think that's good and move on to the next thing, right? You always got to go back, improve on it, imp- improve on the experience, uh, you know, see where you can add value. You know, you don't make it cost more, um, have more expenses, take more time. You know, you don't want to bury yourself. Um, I've done that in businesses where you, you just keep adding service, and, uh, but you can't actually handle it all or live up to it. Um, so make sure you, you, know, you strategically do it, but always see where you can add value. Uh, and, and, and increase people's experience around you. Uh, it'll pay huge dividends. Oh, yeah. And one of the biggest things that was a good point you just brought up is the more value you add, you add the more you look back and try to improve on everything you're doing, the more likely it is you're going to retain your clients and your customers long term and they're going to come back and purchase again. And if you can get them doing that, it's significantly cheaper to maintain a current client or customer than it is to go out and try to market and find a new one. There's so many different options and so many different pathways to find new ones, but you've got the ones you have and they came to you for a reason. And you need to make sure that that always feels special and they're always excited about what's going on. And then that excitement never falters or falls apart. Yeah. And that, that ties in directly to our marketing strategy with out of the cave. It's, you know, we're not really, you know, we don't come at it with a, like, I need new, new leads. I need new clients. Like, yeah, everybody does. Right. Like, obviously, but if you build uh, your marketing around telling your story and communicating with your current client base and having them feel like they're part of the overall story, and then you just push that out to the world, now you do both, right? So 
solidify your base, communicate with your base, make them feel special, make them feel like they're part of the family, tell a, tell a great story, share it with just everybody. Don't hide it from the world, share it with the world. And that will bring you in all the leads you can handle. Right. It's, 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 um, I think it's, you know, maybe it takes longer that way in some cases, maybe it's harder. We don't think so. Uh, but ultimately if you build it that way from the relationship side, taking care of your existing business, you can't lose. It's huge. And, and looking at it from the way we approach things, we ethically, we can't tell someone we're going to give them a bunch of leads up front because we know they're not prepared to handle those in the back end. And we know they're not going to retain the, the leads that they get or they're going to fall apart somewhere down the line. And if we're not there to strategize and understand the process and what the long-term solution looks like, there's no way we can ethically, ethically provide a short-term solution like that. And that's why it's organized around an experience with the relationship marketing experience, because it needs to be a systematized step-by-step -step approach that builds the business to a level to where they're sustainable and they have a predictable flow of business long-term. And it's not a strategy of turning your marketing on and off when you need it. It's a strategy of keeping it on at all times and then ramping up as your business grows and as your revenue grows. So that way, as you grow, your marketing grows and your business continues to grow and you don't end up in the horrifying roller coaster cycle of entrepreneurship or small business ownership where you're up and then you're down, you're up and down, you're always turning things on and off. That's right. So if anyone needs any help with that, just wants to talk shop with us, let us know, ask questions and comments. Uh, we love going back and forth and, um, and meeting new people. Yeah. Building relationships. If you're watching this in our Facebook group, make sure you're posting comments and talking back and forth with us. We try to go live and get this in our Facebook group every day. And we want to interact with everybody. So if you're in there, make sure you're caught. And if you're not in there, just search for the Out of the Cave Media Relationship Marketing Experience Group. And uh, you can join. We pretty much let everybody in there. We don't try to sell the group or anything. The group is there to provide support and help and make small businesses grow. Because ultimately, our goal is to build a culture of caring worldwide amongst all these businesses. That's right. All right, guys. That's it. The 44th episode of The Almost Daily Show. Oh, yeah. We got all kinds of cool stuff coming down the line. We might see you tomorrow. We might not. Maybe. Who knows? Because it's Who almost knows? daily. All right. Later, guys. Yeah.